gentlemen, your host for tonight's show. You hear that? I'll break it off your I'll break it over your head. Ladies and gentlemen, you're a real crumbum. See, these guys are all the same. You checked a camera, but you never check your grammar. No. <laughs> Well, you know, I figured that's my signature thing now. So, why disappoint? Every time I take my time, it's like, yeah, I don't get much response. And that's how we're starting this week's <laughs> Comics to Comics from the Crumb Show. This week we have the Prince of Darkness. I like to call him the Schuylkill Stalker. <laughs> but he's the OG from the Pottstown comedy scene, Jeremy Hubshire. Uh, it's nice to be here. Glad you're here, man. It's a long time. You were one of the first people to ask to come on, schedule in, and this and that. Glad to have you on. And uh, actually, to, to we're recording on a Monday, November twentieth, and the nineteenth was nineteenth, eighteenth, Friday night, seventeenth, 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 whatever. <laughs> Your grammar sucks. My dates suck. <laughs> The three of us were on the Dirty Show, headlined by Ryan Foster up at Soul Joel's. And the three of us killed. And Dylan, we all killed. Stephanie, no, yeah. Uh, Steph Stephanie Wood. Stephanie Wood, Wood. And Dan Cook also Dan Cook. did a great job. And Ryan Ron Foster, shout out to all them. Ryan Foster, Ronan. Ronan, too, is a great Ronan host. Ronan, great host. Ronan, yeah. Yeah, everybody did well. That, that was a fun night. It was. Yeah, it was a great night, yeah. First real show, so it's it I got I'm kind of spoiled that my first real experience at like at not open mic killed. So yeah, it I'm, it all goes downhill from there. <laughs> so I'm like yeah, I'm like I'm this is my peak. I'm at my peak. Yeah, it's gonna be a while before you find something that tops that. It's gonna be like VA, VFWs, <laughs> fire halls. Hey, whatever. Biker bars. Yeah. Glory holes. <laughs> Yo, I'm trying to get my dick sucked. This motherfucker's telling jokes. <laughs> so so my first showcase show was uh, Chip Chantry and uh, Shane Gillis. No shit. It was probably the last bowling alley that Shane ever did. Hold on. You were on the same lineup as Shane? Yes. No shit. That's the cool. RCO? It was right before he got SNL, then he lost SNL. Right, yeah. That's awesome. I never knew that. That's cool. Jeremy, actually, uh, from the local comedy scene in Philly, and honestly, New York now, too, Sidney Gant, Sid the Kid, is Jeremy's, like, high school buddy. Right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, we, like, 14, 15, 16 years old, I don't remember the exact, you know, age we were but him and me used to hold court at a lunch table i don't know don't remember exactly how i got to s sit at that lunch table <laughs> i don't know why he didn't kick me out <laughs> but you know bust balls uh make jokes talk about girls and that is where i found my love of making people laugh Right. Um, and f whenever, whenever you know, Sid was there at that table, all the girls came over. And for years, I did not realize why they were coming over because it wasn't me. <laughs> t t turns out that Sid w was, you know, Sid. All right. Sid the kid. Yeah. <laughs> But I, that was the first time I saw you do a regular show. Was uh, you guys did like a show for your high school class yeah. up at Soldiers? That was the first time I saw you, and it was it was really cool because I see you at the open mic, building your building your five, mm -hmm. and then I seen you actually do it and the reaction to regular people, not just the comics aren't the best audience at the open mics. You know what I mean? We're just not. Yeah, when we're in comic mode, we're yeah. narcissists, you know, we're extra dead inside. Uh, that's, <laughs> that set, I was actually nervous as hell. I had to tell myself, 
the backboard is no lower or higher than it was Tuesday. Right. And I changed my whole set last second because I saw way too many white girls. <laughs> Wait, so... <laughs> Talk about this last show we just did. No, uh, my my high school reunion oh, the show. High school reunion. Yeah. So I, was like, I was just making sure we were talking about the same thing. But yeah, hey. yeah. I uh, I nixed all the school shooter jokes. Uh, I didn't do start my set the way I wanted to. What 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 I was going to do is first thing is say. I see at least 16 bitches that I wanted to get pregnant in high school. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Got to uh, come out swinging. Like the other night, you came out swinging at the Dirty Show. Yeah. That was good. That was a real good pop. Me and him were talking out front. Uh, I have a, one, of, one of my joke things, one of my jokey things. Uh, one of my jokes... <laughs> it's it always does good, right? It always gets a laugh, but I said it wrong. Like the punchline is supposed to be even the girl, mm-hmm. but I said except for the girl, and nothing happened. So I stopped and I was like, "What happened?" So I said it again, but I said it wrong twice. <laughs> and I bombed. realized he didn't, and I'm like, "But there was nothing I could do." Like I felt like you know, I'm like. Yeah. I was confused because I, I'm like I I heard the joke before and he did and I'm like, what happened exactly? Like I'm like, what happened? yeah. Like, oh, shit. So I said it wrong twice and it bombed twice. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. You know what though? You reco- you recouped because people even came up to me afterwards and you know said so you were you were really your boy uh, your buddy. Yeah, he was really funny. He was, cool. Thank you. Appreciate that. And I, and then <clears throat> of course people were saying everybody. You know, like the whole. There was not a bad set. Yeah, it was a great crowd, man. 100% comedy crowd. Hot, warmed up from earlier from Rodney Norman. Right. Steph and uh, Mike. Steph and Dan. Dan. Yeah. All right, so, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we all killed it. Yeah, we all did well. Everybody did good. Uh, Maybe I'll put the video out for my set. Can't talk about anybody else's, but I'll put my video out eventually. I'll let you know. Yeah, make sure you put a parental warning on it. <laughs> Little sticker like uh, your twisted sister in '88. Right. You know I, mean, I mean, yeah, it's not for children. We all know this. <laughs> it's from a dirty show, for goodness' sake. Right, and yeah, I, right. and I took all my best dirty stuff like because i got a bunch of other stuff too but like i only had so much time and i <clears throat> once i got to my closer i'm not i was going out on top i didn't want to keep going right and yeah. it did a couple like another minute or something but like i said if i felt like i was uh, in a good place to stop it. and the, yeah that's that's good you know keep them wanting more keep them wanting more leave them laughing that's leave right laughing. So earlier in the week, I kind of timed out what I wanted to do. Uh, but, like, last second, I, I did the two jokes about, you know, the things I was paranoid about. And and I wanted to do uh, the Ronin jokes, so. Right. I couldn't think of any. Nah. Because <laughs> yeah, I know you wanted to, like, do that. Like, yeah. So you came up with the best one, but I'm like, you know what, I... And to be uh, fair, the best gay joke of the night was Ronan. Right. Of his course. whole set. Of course. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, he does he does his thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, you know, I'm he's good. Yeah, I was comfortable. Legi- I was legitimately paranoid that I was gonna oversleep and like wake up at like eleven AM. It's like, what the fuck? Would you like take a nap or something? Yeah, yeah. I took a nap and uh had a couple alarms. I ended up waking up early and uh I did have a little bit of a tender tummy because I did ha- make a Italian beef stew. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Little paranoid that, you know, we were going to leave a messy on the stage. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that would have sucked. Well, I was saying, like, show's 930 at night. It was a dirty show, late show. So I didn't have work that day. And I'm up at, like, 7 in the morning. And I'm like, fuck. 
like I'm like oh god like it feels like forever away 9:30 yeah 14 hours of nervousness and I'm like oh god I can't do this I'm like I don't I'm not doing this I'm like I can't I, I'm like oh, I'm like all freaking out and then I get there and it's just another show it's another show yeah. because that guy's told Stephanie at the end of the night we were all hanging out and I said it's our place. It's, I did this. I do this every week at the same stage, so it's my stage. Like I don't feel nervous there. We, I've never been anywhere else besides the Reading Comedy Outlet in two thousand like nineteen or whatever. I did like two times, so that doesn't really count. Right. Well, it still counts. I mean, I killed there. Too. It's still, it's still stage time. <laughs> no, I really did. Yeah. I mean, some of my stuff was like. Shock value, just like now, but I don't use it anymore. Once right. in a while, I throw it out there, my material from back then. But anywho, my point is, <laughs> this place is our home for the past year, and it's kind of like, once you walk up on the stage, it's it's not any different from an open mic show. You're just doing your, yeah. sh- you're doing your thing. What really helped me out was the um, the crowd the week before, the Tuesday before, really hot crowd, right? Yeah, the week before it was crazy. Like there was a lot of regular people, and I don't know, twenty seven, eight, twenty eight comedians. But it was like a really, it was like a real crowd. It wasn't off. It wasn't as focused in the middle like the regular shows are. So it kind of is a little different of a vibe. You know what I mean? When there's nobody in like the first five rows type of shit. But like when we got when we first heard about the show, and uh, shout out Soul Joe. Go up there and check Soul Joe's out. But shout out and thanks to Soul Joe for putting a dirty show on. Yeah, we really appreciate so. that. Appreciate it. But uh, it was the dirty show, and I was like, oh, man, I've been, I got to see what I got. Like in my head, I'm saying this, like, oh, I got to see what I got to go along with the dirty show. And, and I was like, the set I've been working on, I'm trying to like steer away from not being so, so dirty, you know, like dirty subject shit. So then I looked at my set, and I was like, oh, there's like three blowjob jokes in there. In five minutes, three or four blowjob jokes. That's cool. Hooker jokes, you're good. <laughs> right. And and I said the same thing. Like, I'm gonna try to like steer away and try to get some cl- like a clean five, like a perfect clean five, like funny and clean. Yeah. But then he said, "Let's do a dirty show." So I'm like, okay. Yeah. How many strawberries can I fit in? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, you, it's you know, you know the. T- but yeah. hey, it 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 works. Work. I tried to switch it, it from six, like from it was uh twelve and thirteen. I switched it one time to like six and seven or whatever you said. Yeah, on on stage. And somebody was like, "Why'd you change that?" And I'm like, "I don't know." A comic said, "Why'd you yeah. change that?" Yeah, well, fuck was, them. But it, I mean, what did the audience say? They didn't say anything. They just uh, laughed, I guess. Because uh, I mean, either way. Yeah, it's probably six one way, half a dozen. You know what I mean? You're fitting six in there and sucking out seven. The bigger the number, the more absurd it is. Yeah, it's absurd. The absurdity of it. There you go. Because the things that have been said are somewhat absurd. Right, yeah, yeah. And I'm totally talking shit because I most of the stuff that I say, I would never, (laughs) never have the balls to actually do anyway all right so jeremy hubshire <laughs> so uh like hanging out with with sid and you know being a funny guy in high school kind of sparked you like oh i like making people laugh and all yeah. that uh where and how old were you when you did your first open mic writing comedy outlet uh actually we i just had my six-year comedy anniversary last week oh yeah cool congratulations it nice. was it was like the Thursday before Thanksgiving, uh, and I was 38. Okay. Nice. So for all those years, were you like just watching comedy? Like, I could do that. I could probably do that. Uh, no matter where I was in my life, like, uh, it's something that n- the desire never left me. Uh, just finally, my mind was right. Uh, my work schedule was right, and I finally just made myself do it. Nice. And then uh, that place closed down, and then Soul Joe's popped up in Roarsford, and you seen they had an open mic. Were you going to, like, comedy shows there? 
in general or just for the open mics? Uh, like before Joel had a place in Royersford, he used to do stuff at like the Valley Forge Casino. Mm-hmm. So I saw like Dan Soder there. Oh, um, sweet. And just whatever open mics there were in the area. Like, uh, like when I had money before pandemic, I used to go all over the place. Like there was a mic I liked in Bethlehem. Mm. Uh, it's, I used to go to bar 13 sometimes. Okay. Uh, I was a little bit of a madman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can be a madman around here. Like if you want to hit a lot of mics, you can hit a lot of mics in this area we're in right now. Yep. The greater Philadelphia area. Cause there's almost every night of the week. I think there's probably one down the city or just Manny Unk or whatever. Then ours is Tuesday. Uh, <clears throat> tuned up is Wednesday, I think. Not anymore. Nah. What happened? Uh, I don't want to have to edit nothing, so. Right. The the owner got pissed that another open mic, like a, like in Phoenixville, was starting up. He's, uh, he was thinking, you know, it's taking away business. Like, we're, we're, we're going to go back to a music mic. Fuck comedy. Wow. They already had it established. This is like when? Does this happen like right now? Like like last week. Because Balls put out a thing. Like, hey, going to the open mic. When it was last week. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying like. Comedy's like this, Chris. Come on, bro. Keep got Last keep week, but that tomorrow would have been like a week from, right? Wait, wait. No, Wednesday. Yeah. Like a week. So like whatever. It's just shocking because I didn't hear anything about that through doesn't didn't look like that happened yeah, yeah, huh. <clears throat> now what other so, happens so there's another open mic in phoenixville yes so they're just going to move themselves over there yes and, and uh and uh the dude who who's running this new mic in phoenixville he, he he's a nice i'll even use the the word sweet guy hmm. uh he wasn't trying to take away from tuned up like, do you know how rare it is in the suburbs to do multiple mics in one day without driving all over God's creation? Like, uh, the the owner of Tuned Up just just sees like you know, you know <clears throat> all these comics are leaving. They're not drinking. They're not buying shit. Uh, so he's just doing it to see how much money he can make. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't doing it for the love of the game. True. That's why Soul Joe's is the best. So, well, yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah. That's why our mic <clears throat> blew the fuck up, which mm. since we took over, and I credit you guys with and Dylan with the uh, social medias. I think you put it out the most on the. Um, he is good with to the get post. the comics. To get the comics there, I think Jeremy's the one responsible for that. No doubt about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Any, anything I put my name on. Uh, I, I want to be as good as it can be. And, like, you remember how just bad that mic got, like, probably about this time last year, December. We, yeah. we had to wait until, like, 8 o'clock because no one would show up. Yeah, there was that one time it was, like, tree war. Yeah, I looked at Me, the... you, and... Jeremy. I looked at the list from when we first started taking <laughs> over. I think the first night it was like six and then seven or eight and then like nine. And every week it gradually got up to now. There's like, you know, 29, 30 people sometimes. That was my phone. She got the phone away. Sorry about that. Yeah, ju- just a l- little bit of promotion goes a long way. You know, I, I learned uh, uh, persistence and consistency. Right, yeah. That being said, I haven't put out any kind of Facebook post <laughs> for tomorrow. I I, I put out a long ass post about uh, Patrice about about Patrice. Go ahead, talk about a little bit about that real quick. Uh, well, hold on, we're uh, gonna get into that. What were you talking about? Well, we're on his his uh, open mics and shit. Oh yeah. So you were doing open mics all over, and yeah. eventually ended up at Joel's and kind of just focused on there. Yeah. Okay. And now, 
We he met you last year. Jeremy, you were our first friend in comedy. Like, he the first was. night I was there, you are like, the first guy I talked to. Oh, that's pretty fucking About sad. comedy, <laughs> right? But, uh, you know, it's a year later. Rocking and rolling on the mics. You've done some shows here and there in that year. Like I said, we all just killed on the Dirty Show the other night, along with Dylan and those other guys. But um, Jeremy also has a podcast called The Jeremy and Andrew Show, available on Andrew G. Comedy YouTube. Yes. Andrew G. Comedy's YouTube We channel. had Andrew G. here not too long Andrew ago. G. here. I'll have the link up for you. But it's the Andrew and Jeremy Show. It's a podcast. Jeremy and Andrew. No, Jeremy and way around. Jeremy I said and that Andrew. to say Talents. <laughs> Talent first. Okay. Talent first. But uh, I think I actually said that on the po- our podcast, too. I think I reversed it a couple times. <laughs> Apologize. That, that's all right. I, I did it, too. Uh, like our second one, I switched it up. Uh, you did too. You did it yourself? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, they have a podcast uh, similar to just sitting around talking shit. You know, regular podcast, their crazy antics and views on things. Finally, I found somebody who said yes. <laughs> you Like, usually, I've asked, like, three or four different people if they wanted to start a podcast. They're, they're very wishy-washy, then they disappear from the face of the earth. <clears throat> uh, like, I even did a joke about, about it. It's like, yeah, one dude... His answer was, I'm not saying no. I just want to work on my own stuff first, mm. which is comedian equivalent of. It's not that I don't want to date you. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't want to date anybody. I want to work on me first. Which no never happens. Right. <laughs> Nobody ever works on themselves. Nah. nah. Yeah, yeah that's cool. I watched the first two episodes, I think. They're pretty good. I'm looking forward to the next one. And the one that came out, Yesterday, it's available now on their channel, I believe. You get into what Patrice O'Neill started called Harassment Day. Yeah. So explain what that is and then uh, talk about your podcast. Harassment Day is my favorite Patrice O'Neill bet. It, uh, If you haven't watched Elephant in the Room and Harassment Day, I feel like you should drop everything <laughs> and just watch it and Harassment Day is the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. So. Which will be tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. And it, but Patrice gets into, you know, uh, just the double standard, how men and women act at work. Uh, he just breaks – Patrice was the absolute best at breaking down something that was incredibly complicated into something very simple. Um. And it's Patrice is my number one, uh, and it's been almost twelve years since we lost him, and that is the only dude, you know, where I sometimes I will just think about what's going on in the world. What would Patrice think? What would Patrice say? Because he was such a unique guy. Yeah, he he was a thinking man's comedian. Uh, but he never tr- tried to use big words or just, you know, use use that brain power to come off as, you know, snooty, snotty. He never forgot where he came from. He And he was always surrounded by, like, people of like mind. So it was like he worked with the guys well, whoever he was working with at the time. Oh. But, but Trice was not, you know, worried about who – who he had to follow? Mm-mm. No, I'm saying like on shows. Yeah, like he was on what's it called? That sh- that uh, one <laughs> show with Colin and uh, uh, Tough uh, Crowd. Tough, tough Crowd. crowd. Yeah. That was a great show. Yeah, he was awesome on that. On, uh, but I was a revolving cast. Uh, yeah, but whenever he was on there, that were the best. Yeah, he, he was. That's where he really yeah, shined on he, that. Yeah. Like Patrice was the only guy. Like I used to listen to him all the time at Opie and, on Opie and Anthony. Where I could vehemently <laughs> disagree with everything he was saying, but I'd still listen. He's the only guy where I could agree with him, but I was, but I was like, God damn, turn it down a notch. His energy sometimes was just too much. Yeah. He was great, though. Yeah. 
uh, he had a podcast called, I think it was called The Black Phillips Show. Yeah. But sometimes when I'm watching, I watch old tough crowds sometimes, I'll just put them on. I just think, like, man, could you imagine how big he would be in the podcast world right now if he didn't get himself canceled? Because he was like that. He was get himself in trouble on purpose and not give a fuck. But by now, he might have been, like, to the Dave Chappelle uncancelable level. And he would have just had, like, the biggest podcast, I think. Just the biggest everything, like fame, everything he was trying to accomplish was right around the corner. Yeah. Like uh, when he had a stroke, he just did the, the Sheen Roast. He just put out Elephant in the Room. It was all coming together. Right, yeah. And just. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. It does suck. Yeah, the, the first time that I watched Elephant in the Room after Patrice passed away, uh, I laughed and I cried at the same time. Uh, I never met Patrice. I seen him a couple times uh, do comedy on like like festivals. Uh, but I, I say this without trying not to be corny. Uh, I miss him. Uh, he yeah, he was a good dude. Yeah, funny yeah. as hell. I and like I. I watch him on YouTube here and there. Some of his older skits, like about like, like he compares like dating to like what you know, like wanting to watch the game. Oh, I'll watch a game with you, like that. Yeah. The fi- I don't know the fishing one. Where Ain't that better? Ain't that better? <laughs> well, he's one of them dudes. Like if somebody says, "Oh, he's the the goat," you really can't, you can't argue with him. No, he's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's that good. He's that guy. Yeah, yeah he, gone he, too soon. Way too soon, uh, you know, just at 40 years old. I think maybe because you're such a big Patrice fan, just to keep his memory alive, you start rocking hats, man. What are they, fedora? They're not fedoras. What are they called? Patrice hats. Patrice hats. Let's rename them. Godfather Patrice hats. hats. God, I think they're really. They uh, are kind of fedora-ish, though. Uh, what, I don't know. but Derby. Maybe a derby. No, I think they are fedoras. <laughs> Uh, Let's give it a goog, fatty. Yeah, uh, give it a goog. For for a while, I, I used to do a bit. It's like, uh, I feel a kinship with Patrice. Like, so much so that I'm probably going to die the same way. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Not here, though. Yeah, I'm a big fan of George Burns. <laughs> Hopefully I'll die the same way he did. Yeah, 99 years old. 100. His, 100 years old with his dick in his hand. <laughs> That's how he died? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, with a stick in his hand. <laughs> I I'm sorry, my 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 gullibleness came through. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's really a fedora. Let me see. Patrice was wearing. Hold on, let me let me get a picture of Patrice first. Go ahead, continue. Uh, but continue anyway, with the interview, anywho. Chris. Uh, well, <clears throat> so what were we talking about? So, like harassment day. Yeah, it basically revolves around stuff that. Happens between guys and women at work is what you're saying. The skit for people that haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah, So and today and tomorrow is harassment day. So like, if I was at work, how would I celebrate harassment day? Uh, Let let let's see. uh, On harassment day, you you pick out that one gal, you get her flowers, and you come up to her all cool. And you say, happy harassment day. Oh, okay. I was wondering all year if you would suck my dick in the broom closet. <laughs> and you're like, no, I, I'm not that type of girl. <clears throat> well, I thought you were, I thought you were a hoe all year, but you're not. I was wrong. I apologize for ruining <laughs> the punchline for harassment day. I could have changed it up, but improving is not my forte. That's no, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's just like it's funny because like there are. I'm not, yeah. I would. I would never have the balls to do anything like that. No, dude. Are you kidding me? Although it is hilarious to think about. So tomorrow, if you are at the open mic at Soul Joel's, 
I will be greeting you. Happy harassment day. There you go. Dudes. We going or you, what you ladies? I'm hosting. Oh yeah, so we're going. Yeah. Be there. yeah, it should be a good time. Everybody should have new material. Got some new material. I got a little bit of new material. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, I think I'm going to keep working on uh, the autism stuff. Right on. <clears throat> in real life and in the act. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to get the whole full circle. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, the the first episode of our podcast, I'm I'm watching it, and I see how differently me and Andrew interact and talk, and a light bulb went off in my head, like, Holy shit, <clears throat> I'm autistic. <laughs> and there's no punchline. I truly believe that I'm autistic. Like I did a like a YouTube research journey on autism. Uh then I started, you know, telling my friends, my comedian friends, and that's what really hammered it home that I'm autistic. But didn't you and and now I gotta keep watching, but didn't you and Andrew G do a test? Yeah. And what happened with this test? Andrew G's mainly normal, except for his alcoholism and his love on conspiracy theories. <laughs> right. Me, my test is like a denon in trash can. Like there's one part that's like out here, there's one part that's down here. Nice. So is that a yes or a no on the autism? <laughs> yeah. I I I haven't gone to see the the the, the head doctor yet. You're but not I, the drop a box of matches on the floor and you're like fifty two. No, no, not that kind. You're not that kind of. Okay, it's Rain Man. Is that what kind you are? <laughs> yeah, right now I'm not. I'm like <laughs> I'm like a. I'm on the other side of the spectrum, the stupid kind. Oh, that, <laughs> that's that's the smart of autism. Kind. Like that. That spectrum is like, you know, you, like, it's like, oh, I'm Marianne Johnson. Marianne Johnson, 42 West 4th Street. Aren't you like, kind of Asperger's or E2? I don't know what that is. Uh, I mean, I do know, but no, because I know a kid that was Asperger's at my job, but he don't work there no more. He was the kind of kid, like, I was a janitor, right? And he would say, I would, he was like, oh. He was like weird, so but he was like, "Oh, I can't wait to go home." It was like ten minutes, of, and I was like, "You can't go home." I'm like, "Scrub Everyone's working overtime today. Get back to work." <laughs> and he went back to work. I got in trouble because they were like, "You know, you can't say that to that guy." I'm like, "Why is he listening to me? Nobody listens to me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who listens to me? Yeah, what is going on here? I'm fucking. I'm like talking to him as you. I'm scrubbing the fucking toilet. He's like, what are we talking about here? You know, That's like, fucking crazy. Nobody would do that. Like, I got no respect there. No, not at all. Um, one time, on a real quick, one time, I'll tell you the example. Like, so I was getting like a review or something. And the guy said that they were my customers at the time. And I was like, my customers? Like, because there was like a customer's section but that was for like customer service people who dealt with customers but he used it as like some kind of learning tool or something and i was like well they're shitty tippers <laughs> so i put a tip jar in the bathroom put a thing and said tips it got filled up with some kind of liquid oh shit there was like first it had like a tip for a horse in it the guy wrote a tip for the, like it was like a horse race coming up yeah got, sorry about that i got a like seventy three cents. I got a expired gold gym membership. If there's even gold gym anymore, I don't even know. And uh, <clears throat> a couple other good tips: don't eat the yellow snow, don't do drugs, stay at you know, get a better job, all this other stuff. Yeah, interacted so, with the people. So I interacted. But you should have seen it when there was a big tarp covering half the bathroom. <laughs> Glory, <laughs> like it was like the. Uh, the company's largest glory hole is like a big, just a big black tarp mm -hmm. covering half the bathroom. And I would, but I was the janitor, I had to clean everywhere, so I'd be back there cleaning sometime. I'm sure when the bathroom was fucked up, you got, yeah, you got the a tip saying eat shit and die. Well, <laughs> the thing was, like, I, uh, 
I was the janitor. I had to clean the bathroom. It was like part of the thing. Yeah. I was a janitor for a minute at the cement place. Best job I ever had, dude. Used to have, it was only really like four or five hours worth of work. So I'd walk around all day sweeping a pile of dirt from here to there, bullshit with guys. It's fucking great. Yeah, it was not, <clears throat> I mean, as the janitor, yeah, you know people from this under the building to this under the building. You hear everything. Yeah. And most of it's like bullshit. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you get to hear it all. Mm-hmm. It's good mm-hmm. time. Anywho, Anywho. But enough about me. It's never enough. Harassment thing. Yeah, he's an attention whore. Just tell him to shut the fuck up. This is your, your yeah, This is Jeremy's show. <laughs> so anyway. Harassment day. Harassment. We, we're done with harassment day. We talked oh, about, were we? I thought we talked enough about harassment day. Like we explained. Oh, you day. decided we were done talking about harassment you day. Ca- you, you got anything else to say about harassment day? I'm done with it myself. Um, yeah. If you do happen <clears throat> to be a female, and right. uh, I greet you to, which I do not, happen. reach you to and say happy harassment day. Just take it as a, as a like a, a like a quick tribute to Patrice. Also, I'm trying to get my dick sucked. <laughs> there you go. All righty then. There it is. Now we're done with harassment. We went out on we're going out on top with the harassment thing. Yeah, I'm gonna cut that to the end of the show though. <laughs> <laughs> would have been a great way to end it. But uh, uh anyway. So what's next? <laughs> uh just you going to try to get you going to try to build off the momentum of this show and go out and do some more shows. Uh I people tell me that, you know, Two open mics, three open mics a week are just not enough, but uh, I just don't have, like, uh, what the fuck's the word I'm trying to look for? The, uh, like, the security nets, the, the just go whole hog like I need to. You know, that's uh, more miles on my car. That's, you know, more money, you know, taking like not going to my rent you know as much as i would love to just be all in doing comedy just real life comes first and we're we're all struggling you know one way or another financially me i'm no exception so uh it's just more of the same uh keep doing open mics keep getting better uh just <clears throat> a couple open mics a week uh, improvement, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, man. you had the show, the dirty show, right? I know we're just featuring right mm-hmm. now, not headlining, but still, it's still a paid, you know, like a professional show. People paid to come to the show. Professional. Well, yeah, but ser- but se- seriously, it was prof- it's a professional show. People pay to come paid in. Show. It was a paid show. If yeah. people pay to come in, professional. Yeah. I don't care if it was only for... Well, I, does, I pro- does professional entail you just got paid, like, that one show? Or does professional entail that you do that for a living? No. Only that. <clears throat> professional, um, to me, you got paid for it. You're a professional. Okay. Because now you can, it's like a not whole, an amateur anymore. It's it's oh, it's like the uh, catch, like not not a cat, twi- cat, not quite a catch twenty two, but like you know, like a catch twenty one. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like getting published, right? In a if you're trying to write a book, right? You can't get a book published without having been like having a publisher, but you can't get a publisher if you were never published. Right. So it's like, how do you get published without a publisher? And it's like, you know, it's like there's like these, all this like, all these loopholes and stuff you got to go through, but just like a comedian. Proofreading, Chris. <laughs> but uh, you can, but like the comedian side of it, like we did the show. Your paragraphs don't need to be this long. <laughs> Chop those fuckers up. That's Think your a- job. Oh, it's your job too. Yeah, you like doing it. Think of, I don't like doing it. Think of your Facebook posts as like a big piece of steak. Are you going to eat that thing whole? 
No, you're going to chop it up into bite-sized pieces. Yo, even his talking, dude. On the way here, I asked him. <laughs> I, I recorded the sets the other night. I need your email address, too. Uh, and I said, did you get a chance to watch your set yet? Because I sent it to him this morning. I know he's working. I said, did you get a chance to watch your set? He went through everything he did all day long. <laughs> Of why he couldn't watch it at work. Instead of just saying, no, I didn't get a chance to watch it. was like a six-minute conversation about why he couldn't watch you it. You want to sit there and talk about nothing? Well, I don't want to hear about your God. I don't know. I'm all in his goddamn day. I don't want to hear about your goddamn day. So how was your day, Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anything uh you have an interesting job. Do you want to get into that? Yeah, sure, why not? Uh I am a shuttle driver at a rehab. And not, you know, ow, I need to, you know, make my arm work, a drug rehab. <laughs> um and s- sometimes I have nothing to do and I'm just bored to death. Sometimes they'll send me to uh the middle of nowhere Pennsylvania to pick somebody up. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, all things considered, was a pretty mild day, like at 3.30. Uh, I got an email saying, we need you to go to Bryn Mawr Hospital, pick up a client, and take them to our, our rehab in, uh, on Spring Garden Street. Mm-hmm. Everything went uh, really smoothly. But there have been times where it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, what the fuck did I get myself into? Yeah, I bet you see some crazy characters coming out of rehab. Yeah. Now, I've heard this story before, but we're going to let it, I want to hear it again. Well, your first week. Well, uh, your first week on the job, this guy. Uh, the, the story I told on uh, episode one of our podcast. Right. And I we heard, I heard you told it to us yeah. like a while back, but let's hear it again. Okay. It's always a good one. Okay. Uh, this is like my first week or two at, at that job. Uh, I'm picking up a young lady from George W. Hill Prison, and we're we're going to like above like uh, like three hours away, middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. It, it like there's nothing out there. It looks like level three of black ops. Hmm. Uh, about halfway halfway uh, into our trip, I need gas. I need to pee. I figure my clients. Uh, would need to pee too, so I p- pull off to a Wawa. I'm um waiting for her to come back. I'm filling the van up, and uh, my client comes back with something that looks like uh. In my head, it 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 looked like like a white eggplant covered in sheets, mm. and she says to me. What am I supposed to do about the fetus? Mm-mm-mm. You had to hear the goddamn story again, didn't you? Yeah. Jesus Christ, people. <laughs> and just... I, I am gobsmacked. Like, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. You know, I am muttering, stuttering. Uh, and she says to me, didn't anybody tell you? That I had an abortion before I left the prison. Oh man! And uh, thank goodness that's not one of those you know foo foo wawas that don't have plastic bags. Mm. So I you know she kind of figured out just get a plastic bag, put you know whatever that was into a bag and into the trash can. <laughs> Damn! So that's what she did with it. Yeah. Wow, I don't understand, like, because like I like they did a bad job. I'm thinking I don't think that's normal because like I'm thinking they should they suck all that shit out or whatever. Uh, like DNC, they call it, I believe. Uh, if it's a very early term, you could take a pill. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, gross. Either way you put it, thanks, Chris, for grossing out our entire audience right now. Well, then, then like. We'll take it a little, in a little bit of a tamer direction <laughs> on your, on the, the more humorous story of the lady and her boyfriend and the drugs and the sheets. I believe it was this time. Ah, oh, I. 
A guy came back in for the lady's shit in her car. In oh, a van or something. Oh, okay. That that one. I'm picking up uh, another uh, young lady from York Prison. Another ne'er do well. Yes, <laughs> a client, if you will. We're not supposed. Is that what they call? We're not supposed to call them like uh, drug addicts or convicts. They're clients. Just for fun. Are you like I got to go pick this junkie up? Absolutely not. No. When I am on the clock, I am 100% professional. Very professional. I can see that. Yeah. The, the pr- they don't get the Prince of Darkness at all. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm a very nice boy. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm picking up this uh, young lady from York Prison. Uh, she's. The lady says to me, "Can, can I uh, get my stuff?" from my boyfriend i call her probation officer to to uh, see if it's cool uh she's yelling at this lady immediately <laughs> like uh, stop lying stop lying you know you can't do that but uh i agree to uh go to like a turkey hill gets all her stuff they, they hug they kiss um and we're we're driving all the way to uh, Spring Garden Street in Philadelphia, like two two and a half hour trip. Immediately, this woman's complaining that she has to pee. I try to put it off as long as possible, but uh, eventually I pull into its sheets. And uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a good guy. Like I didn't follow her into the sheets so she can pee. And she never comes back out to my car. Say if you would have went in to watch her pee. <laughs> yeah, like a normal person. Yeah. What was our back entrance? There was a back entrance. Yeah, uh, lover boy followed us. And uh, while I was waiting, slip, slipped into her car. So I have to call my people, you know, my boss, because this was the first time somebody ran on me. Mm. Uh, like I have to wait, uh, so long, like a half hour and I, I wait even longer cause I want to give her every opportunity to come to rehab. Right. Right. Eventually lover boy comes back to grab her stuff. Uh, this motherfucker pussy whip, you know, what a dummy. Yeah. Well, he's a junkie. En- enabling asshole. Yeah. Right. So she got caught. Again. I have no idea what happened to her. Oh, uh, you just you don't yeah, you don't Yeah, she was in the wind, baby. Done. Chasing him back, chasing the dragon. Yeah. Her and her lover boy like um Mickey and Mallory. Hell yeah. And those two stories were the first week. Jeez. Right, right. I don't know why or how I stayed. Well, I, you gotta get it out of the way. I must be a glutton for punishment. Uh, you know what? There's worse jobs. I mean, the the abortion one that was off, but <laughs> the other ones, like, uh, what are you gonna do? Yeah, junkies. Yeah, that 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 story was cute. That was a cute story, right? Yeah, yeah. People get mad at the word junkies. I don't. I think that's a bad word. Is that a bad word? I don't know. Who gets mad at the word junkies? I junkies? Know. I don't know. Only junkies. <laughs> I'm a little curious about that. People mad like can't say nothing. No more. Well, I don't think junkies are like complaining about much, bro. They're they're too much of a junkie to complain about being a junkie. Yeah, like who are they complaining to? <laughs> yeah, true. Jesus. Like they probably haven't paid their cell phone bill to bitch on Twitter. Yeah, well you I'm do assuming. see you do see uh don't homeless see people. Moving to Atlantic City, and there's like homeless people with smartphones and shit. Like, it's pretty funny. It's in Philly, though, there's oh, absolutely. Philly, yeah. they have like people are all huddled in blankets, but you see their smartphone under the blanket. It's crazy. But but Obama, like in my neighborhood, uh, by that grocery store I was talking about, I, uh, they set up tents all the time, and they give away phones and tablets. If you're on like Snap. 
or food stamps or Medicaid or uh, whatever. Okay. You get a uh, free phone. Yeah, the Obama it ain't, phone. It ain't great, yeah, but it's better whatever. than like whatever. It's better than nothing. Okay. And you can jump on Wi-Fi everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can play fucking games. All day. you just got to find somewhere to charge your shit. Yeah, that's about. That's good. But so they're give they anybody can get a phone, any and free. Right. It's gotta be poor. There you go. Well, yeah. I I, I used to have one of those phones, and it was just a bare basics, you know, Obama phone. It, that phone might as well have been from like 1998. <laughs> it, it was like a fucking brick. Right. But, but it 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 did what I needed to until I was a little better off. Right. That's good. But like, if you're you're you know these people are sleeping on the streets with their phones like just watching netflix so obama phones back in the day were like bricks well like michelle obama's dick oh Oh. conspiracy theory (laughs) (laughs) did did you say that the other day like oh because somebody said they met yeah obama said how big was her dick yeah that was funny thank you that's professional that's not a dick. That's just a six-inch clip. <laughs> uh, could you imagine? Six-inch clip. And she don't shave. That's the name of this episode, Six-Inch Clip. Uh, <laughs> you're going to make me come. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> Who said that? That was on a movie. Uh, there's a there's a movie, uh, South Park, dudes, they called Orgasmo. Or, um, Orgasmo, yeah. Orgasmo, and there was like this big, like... Burly person, like you're gonna make me come, or I'm gonna kick your ass. That was hilarious. But anyway, go yeah. If you haven't seen it, Orgasmo, it's hilarious. Yeah, it is. Have you seen it? No, Uh, not a big South Park guy. It's not. It's not a cartoon. It's a movie, live action. Oh, is that what John Leguizamo? No, no. Sorry. (laughs) What the hell you're talking? It's not a cartoon? No. It's live action. Way too, you know, pulled a parking brake on this podcast. It's terrible, dude. You want a job? (laughs) What do I do? Jeez, you're coming off as way more autistic than me right now. (laughs) Orgasmo. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 97. Hilarious. Yeah, I never saw this. Oh, I say the dude from South Park. Both, well, but yeah, that They're guy. Both in like, it. Yeah, both in it. But the one guy's like the main character. Uh, Obviously, there's always a main character, and one guy is that character. But there could be two main characters. Well, honestly, it says stars. It just says Trey Parker. Doesn't have Matt Stone as a star. He did a real small part. That's why. I don't know if you just met Chris or not, but he will never be wrong. <laughs> he will Google. He'll go home later and Google it, and right or wrong, he may text. He'll text you if you're if he's right. He'll text you 100. percent Okay, so do you have narcissism, narcissism, and autism combined? <laughs> yes, he does. No wonder I'm so comfortable right now. <laughs> yeah, he's like you know. Poster boy for everything. That's right. Everything. So, uh, so anyway, what were we doing here? I don't know. I we don't were talking. We were just shooting the shit. Yeah. yeah. Harassment days, podcast. Uh, how you guys like doing a podcast? You digging it? I, I like it. It, it. It's fun. Uh, we're we're getting better every every podcast. Yeah, definitely. I was telling Andrew that the other day. I, uh, shout out Andrew G and uh, Jeremy's co-host. He was at the show the other night, and uh, Did, every week he's adding stuff, and it's getting better and better. It's awesome. Andrew, I love Andrew, to see it, man. Andrew G's good. Yeah, I I just show up. You know, all I am is the talent. Right. Yeah. Talent. <laughs> Him and, too, but no talent. It's just another pretty face. That's right. Yeah, the G stands for greatness. Mm-hmm. The H in my last name stands for hepatitis. <laughs> uh, so you guys got any big plans? What big plans you guys got for the podcast? Uh nothing really. Like uh, harassment days was you know our big special episode. Um, 
we got a couple more in the can. Uh, we're, we're, we're taking this week off. We'll probably start up next week. Yeah, we 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 do multiple episodes at one pop. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to read up on all of Andrew's conspiracy theories. Ah, uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's easy to get people uh, charged up that are into conspiracy theories, dude. It's real easy. Um, I am not a conspiracy theory guy, so I, I should have vetted Andrew better. <laughs> Nah, he, it works. It <laughs> yeah, works. It, it does works. work. It works. He's a, he's a funny dude, and you know conspiracy theories. We have a guy on our show that likes conspiracy theories, but he creates his own goddamn conspiracy yeah. theories. Yeah, uh, you and Andrew have to start a segment where he tries to convince you to believe in these conspiracy theories <laughs> or not. Yes right. or no. Fuck! I feel like I'm just about to sneeze. So if I just you know. Kick these off and like go off to the side. Yeah, just do it like wow. a vampire. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that would be good. Like you, he could explain these conspiracy theories to you, and then you can just sit and listen, and then make your mind up. And you could say, ah, "I could see that," or, "Dude, you're fucking nuts." Like, <laughs> no, I already you're nuts. <laughs> I already know the answer, dude. You're, you're fucking, fucking nuts. nuts. His big one is the simulation theory. Oh yeah, he loves that. Who the fuck runs the Who's who's the gamekeeper, the key master? Yeah, what do they simulate in our lives? I heard so I heard him say that too, but I don't know what it is. What is it? Like a it's just like he like the world is just a giant simulation and like, you know, Sim City. Like, you know, the game Sim City. If a bunch of crazy cool shit was happening to everybody, yeah. Well no, everybody can't have good things happen to him even in the game some people get fucked some people rise up okay see i'm not a nerd so i don't play these fucking games <laughs> it's only been out since like 1990 something <laughs> even back then he wasn't a nerd <laughs> i was yeah i know and you still are but uh no like i played SimCity on the uh super nintendo what? Created my own world. Are you kidding? Because I'm that sick. I need my own. On Super Nintendo, right? But like you were big enough of a nerd to play SimCity, but not big enough to play it on a fucking PC. Yeah. You fucking animal. Poser. He's a poser <laughs> nerd. Yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm not like because nerds are smart too. Like I mean, what happened to you then? I uh the poser nerd. Yeah, I'm a fake nerd. Yeah, I'm a fake nerd. Like you he see likes my grammar. He likes some nerds yeah, would see? never accept my grammar. Absolutely not. I should take <laughs> your glasses back. Yeah, take them and break them, and then make them start over and tape them in the middle, like Revenge of the Nerds. <clears throat> yeah, I, I got to take your nerd card. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I would just say, like, yeah, I played SimCity on the Super Nintendo, and you know, try to build up big city and control everything sometimes you have to kill some people all super gay bro <laughs> super gay not gonna lie this was in the 90s it's like 30 years ago okay so my my thinking with the simulation theory is it's another thing created to give people comfort my my thinking is uh if everybody thinks you know it's out of our control, it's it's a simulation, it's like it's like nerd god. It distracts them from the fact that there is no simulation, and we create all of us, especially Chris, create you know what's going on in the world. That's right, especially me. You know how I think we could debunk a lot of conspiracy theory things? I think if, you know, an elevator pitch is for like a movie. Yeah. It's the elevator pitch, real short synopsis. So like it's the simulation. If you give the real short elevator synopsis, but at the end you go, man, like Dennis <laughs> Hopper and uh, Apocalypse Now is that? So like what's the simulation? 
just people created it and they're just playing it, man. Everybody's like a NPC character, man. <laughs> I think a lot of people will be like, shut the fuck up. Hmm. But if you say it real smart, like a simulation and time st- space uh, time space continuum, then you're gonna you're gonna get other nerds that don't know anything like like riled up. Or like Neil Grace. Neil Did you Grace. say Gr- Neil Grass? Yes, he Neil, did. I should say Neil, Neil DeGrasse Tyson. Neil DeGrasse is what I meant to say. I was trying to spit it out. Neil DeGrasse Tyson. Got to speak <laughs> like him and sound better. Yes, 100%. But he went to college, so he's like an astrophysicist. So if he's saying something, there's some kind of validity to it. Even if it sounds crazy, right. there's something there. That's what and, I said. And you speak authentic Norristown gibberish. That's right. No doubt. Dirtbag 101. <laughs> we went to the same alternative high school. When you check in with the teachers, they want to know if you've been arrested or not. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Not how you're doing. Have you been arrested yet? <laughs> yet. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, I, I was I was just special ed. Okay. Our whole school was basically special ed. <laughs> Even though you were there for... Um, Mostly behavioral problems. The curriculum was basically special ed. I mean, there was literally, I think, one time where I had, like, connected dots or some shit like that. Probably. I, I think I, like, had, like, third grade math for, like, five years. Mm-hmm. At least it felt that way. That's This was basically, like, get you through eighth or ninth grade math for the whole school. Even like the seniors graduate, and we all got packets for math with like 20 pages in it. And you would get like one or two of marking period. Right. It was ridiculous. I but, really, I really, you know what? In hindsight, like, I'm, I mean, I got my GED. But, oh, what a surprise. And I went to college. I did, believe it or not. Yeah, you did go to college. Yeah. And, uh, but in but, hindsight, I really wish I probably should have just graduated from Roosevelt. You think? I don't know why. You think, Chris? I don't know why. What college did he go to? The South Harmon Institute of Technology. <laughs> I actually went to uh, three, three, three colleges. colleges. You went to three colleges. That that means he dropped out of two. No, yeah. I, or got kicked out. No, one was in New Orleans. It was uh, Our Lady of Holy Cross, and that was like a Catholic one. And I didn't want to take theology or anything like that. I didn't want anything to do with that. So. Uh, I came back here. I went to Monco. Okay. And then I went to Ashford University. But then I dropped out. Uh, because I was having my kid and I just never went back. Uh, okay. Keep okay. bullshitting on going. Getting my, I could have got my, I mean, I, was, I have like 67 credits or something like that. Really? What if you were a doctor? What if he was a doctor or some stupid shit from all these <laughs> credits he had? <laughs> but, uh, no, I have, I don't know if they're even good. At, I don't know how that shit works. So I might have to probably take shit over and whatever. It's bullshit. But whatever. Mm-hmm. If I decide to go back, I already owe like 40, 35 grand. And I didn't even graduate. So. You owe 35 grand in student loans? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I wouldn't lie to you about that. God damn, as dumb as you are, you got student loans. That's it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, most that's about it. But uh, but uh, it is getting close. So, uh, Jeremy, um, what else you got going on, man? Anything? You, got, you don't have any other shows lined up yet, right? No, nah, no, not yet. Well, you're gonna be at any other open mics next week? Uh, just, this week's obviously uh probably done yeah uh soul jaws and the new open mic that dan DePril is running uh dan's a good follow oh uh, yeah shout out dan i know but dan came north once or twice yeah yeah cool shout out dan uh, where's this at it is right on uh main street bridge street in phoenixville oh so it's the one that took over for yeah okay wow it's pretty still shocking like no more uh tuned up Right, so that's well, this is better anyway because Dan's all about comedy. So right. Dan's a comic. He has a good podcast too, uh, Weekday Comics, I think it's called. Yeah, Dan Dave April, check it out with Dave Primiano. 
He had our boy Jay Burrell on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's awesome. So uh, check Jeremy out at Soul Joel's Open Mic. The new one, what's it called down there in Phoenixville? Do you know the name of it? No, I don't. I did not come prepared. Uh, and just follow me on, on my socials. My my name's Jeremy. My last name is spelled H-U-B-S-H-E-R. Okay. And uh, check out the Jeremy and Andrew show over there on Andrew G's YouTubes. And uh, give them a follow. Check them out. Yeah, it's good stuff. I like it. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. All right. Let's all go make love. Ha, 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 ha.